You're listening to That Entertainment Podcast with Andy Leroy, chatting to the artists behind what's on in Adelaide right now. Company Ama Flamenca are about to hit the stage with their dynamic flamenco dance show Las Cuatro, which explores the four seasons and cycles of life. Director Roshane De Silva Wijaratna took some time out of the day and she caught me up on how things are travelling. It's absolutely manic, especially, um, you know, trying to organise the, the international aspects of the show through COVID. <laughs> you know, there's no yeah. international people coming. There's no people coming from overseas, but we've collaborated with people from Jerez in the south of Spain. And we have dressmakers in Spain and we're organising the flamenco equipment, dresses, shawls, fans, <laughs> you know. And just in these times, you know, Spain was close to being in lockdown, I think, and they're highly restricted in their activities. And also a lot of shops have closed. So it's it's been quite difficult to put the show together, but it's been fantastic also being able to communicate yeah. with those people. <laughs> I imagine at the best of times, it's quite the production to try and pull together. But the challenges you face with COVID, with international borders being closed, as you say, have, yes. have there been some massive delays in, for example, getting things through? Have you had to allow extra time with delivery and that type of stuff? Absolutely. Everything has taken longer from asking people to scout. Because usually I would be in Spain from uh, August to October every year. So I travel there during the summertime and I live there every year. And so it made it harder for me because usually I would bring back all of the things for the future production that I would need and send them myself. But of course, there was a feather thrown in the works of that idea. <laughs> and mm. um, I've needed to rely on other people to scout for me. So yeah, it's all taken a lot longer. When were you last in Spain? Did you come over during COVID? I got in well before that. So I returned back from Spain November of 2019. Mm. So when, when COVID hit around, I think it was February, I was well well and truly in Adelaide and I and I missed it. One of one of our company members was actually in the south of Spain at that time doing classes and she was very lucky to just miss to just miss the lockdown in Spain and she got here in time. Otherwise we may have been one member down for the show. <laughs> you yeah, know? that would have been um, um very difficult to work around. How many people do you have in the troupe? In this particular production we've got six dancers. How long have you been a flamenco dancer? I would say about 20 years, maybe even 25 years now. So it's been a big portion of my life. Um, I trained in ballet, you know, the usuals as, as a lot of young young people do, ballet dancing, jazz, uh, tap dancing. I did ballroom dancing. And then because of my heritage, my parents uh, migrated here from Sri Lanka. I had done, you know, some Sri Lankan dancing, Pahan dancing and Indian Bhatanatyam. So I had been well-schooled in a lot of different dance forms. And then I found flamenco and I just fell in love with it. It was, it for me, it was just the most incredible amalgamation of all of the dance forms that I had learned. It's a real challenge. And I think that's why I love it. You never really fully master flamenco there's always something more to be done is it uh partly also the stories that come through the dance form that are attracted you absolutely for me personally it is the most honest form of dancing i've ever learned it's very much about you expressing your life stories through the dance and it's a little different i remember when i was studying in ballet you know I was always told, oh, make it look easy, raise your eyebrows, relax your face, you know. Mm. And and with tap dancing, it was very, okay, we're going to be sparkle fingers and, you know, smiling, smiling, smiling. And I'm not saying all ballets like that or all tap is like that, but there was it was my experience. Um, and then when I came into flamenco, there was just 
um, you know, every possible emotion that you felt in your life, you were allowed to express through the dance. So the anger, the frustration, um, the 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 lack of empowerment, or the empowerment, or the happiness, or the cheekiness, or you know, there's there's so many different styles of flamenco songs through which you can express yourself. And also, I think flamenco is it it encourages you to be raw in your expression of your emotions. I think that's what always struck me when I watched tap dancers historically. I remember as a kid watching Lucille Ball do her little dance numbers in her TV show and her smile looked like it was permanent breast. She'd always have this like funny little smile as she was dancing away. And I thought there's no yeah. way she could be enjoying that. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, <laughs> that's funny. I don't know. Maybe they are enjoying I mean, I, I, when you mentioned Lucille Ball, I started to think about Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. I just mm. watched another video of them together in black and white and they're just so easy and breezy. And it looks what so effortless, doing is, doesn't it? Oh, and, and it's a real art form to make something that difficult look so easy, mm. for sure. Absolutely. And I, and I adore it. I was actually reluctant to start flamenco because I was such a tap person, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I still really love tap. But I do find that there's just a, a greater range uh, of expression in flamenco. And I think that that raw visceral expression is what really connects with people. When people come up to me and say, oh my God, I just started crying and I don't know why, you know, or, mm. or I couldn't, I couldn't wipe the smile off my face or, you know, and I feel like that liberty to express yourself in a really honest way in flamenco is what makes it so special and what, what makes the audience experience so, so deep and, and visceral. Your theatre this year is outdoors? Yeah, we're at the Outdoor Hillside Theatre in Glutteny. So that's very exciting. It's so beautiful. I, I, I love the way that they've incorporated the natural world into the theatre. So you've got that, that hillside. Uh, they've got the picnic blankets out that you can buy for, I think it's four tickets per blanket. So if you've got a group of four or even a group of three, the, the pricing is set so that, you know, even three people could could buy a blanket for four and it would still be a decent price you know mm. um and then for those people who don't want to lay on the blanket and watch the show you know they've, they've got some seating and it's sort of well raised so i think the view is very good and just being out in nature with the air and the breeze and the trees i i just can't wait actually yeah nothing beats it and luckily we've got some really good weather this year as well for fringe or compared to those years we've baked before we've had moths in tents all sorts of things this is actually a really <laughs> great year comparably yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had all the plagues, haven't we? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm looking at the weather day by day going, please, please, please let it be like this. <laughs> <laughs> certainly looks full of colour and full of life and something to get yourself into this fringe season. Absolutely. It's going to be visually spectacular. We've got beautiful shawls from Spain that are just delightful to watch as the girls whirl them through the air. We've got, you know, flamenco fans and the typical traditional footwork that's, you know, very exciting to watch and all the rhythms and uh, we actually have a beautiful soundtrack uh, that's being put together by Byron Mark in Sydney and it's uh, so it's just a 60 minute show and we've got some pre-recorded music with a very eclectic soundtrack so it's kind of exciting to not be using live musicians which is usually what we would do yeah and it sort of uh, has allowed us to express ourselves in a whole new way we've got songs from artists in Spain. Um, we've got songs from Björk, <laughs> you know, going wow. on. So, yeah, so there's a real eclectic mix of music that we're able to express ourselves to, which I'm really excited about. Have you found that working the way you've had to work this year out of necessity, that you, it's actually broadened the availability of different things to contribute to the show? Without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. I think 
I'm not sure if I can speak for everyone, but I think many of us have had to become a little more creative mm-hmm. <laughs> in our approaches to work, in our approaches to life and, and how we live it. And and definitely, so I've had this, this show in my mind for quite a while, like for years actually. And um, I just felt like this was the perfect time because it would be to a pre-recorded soundtrack. And so it's really enabled me to to drive forward with this show. And it's actually given another element to my flamenco productions that I've put on so far because all of them so far have been with live music. And this is definitely giving us a new way of presenting to the public. That Entertainment Podcast. Subscribe now on your favourite podcast service to hear more interviews about what's happening in Adelaide Entertainment as it happens. Head to our website for more content, thatentertainmentpodcast.com.au. A welcome change media production.